Welcome to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. A Dream Mason is a person who's brave enough to declare they have a dream and committed enough to do the work to build it. I know we all have a Dream Mason inside of us, and my dream for this podcast is to support us by giving us a glimpse inside the hearts and minds of leaders, creators, and innovators to help us unleash our inner Dream Mason. Because your dreams don't build themselves. What's up and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Mason podcast. I'm Alex Terranova and we're doing an episode of the Bricks today. And I am fortunate and very excited to have Bob Conlon back on the podcast. Hey, hey. What's up, Bob? What's going on? (laughs) I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Looking forward to jumping into this topic. uh, Yeah, we got a topic. And I always, you know, since since you were the first man to be on the bricks and I don't have, I don't know why it's weird. I have lots of male guests, but I haven't had men as a, as part like co-hosting with me until you and I'll have to find some more. So if you're listening and you want to, you think you have something to hit me up, let's talk. But, uh, our topic for today, since we're, we're doing, you know, our first time we talked about love and intimacy, our second time we did a sequel and we talked about vulnerability as access to power. So this is not the trilogy, but this time we're just going to talk about sex. So masculinity, being a man, and sex. It's a couple of bros talking about sex, what everyone wants to hear. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think they're going to be a little surprised the way we talk about it. So... You know, I want to I want to start this one off, and the other ones I kind of you kind of took the lead. Yep. I really I've had a ton of breakthroughs when it comes to my relationship to sex and women over the course of the last I want to say like six months. Nice, Every, man. Thanks. You don't even know where I'm going with this, but yeah. I, so <laughs> so the thing that I got really present to is my relationship to sex as a man, especially not in relationship, like as a single guy was that is, it was like a call of duty that if like a woman wanted to have sex with me, it was like I was being called up to fight on the front lines. Like I didn't actually have a choice. Like I had to go do that thing. And that's crazy. And I'm, and there's probably guys out there like, what do you mean? Why would you not want to? And there's probably women that are like, what do you mean? Why would you not want to? But I don't want to have sex with everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think like from ego, from like the idea that, hey, the guy who has sex with the most women is the coolest guy. Sure. But from like who I really am, like that's, I don't want that. That's not, that's not actually even fun. I don't want to do anything with everybody. Um, And I'm really, I got really present to like the lose, lose in that game that I was playing. Like how many people you slept with means how cool you are or how great you are or whatever, or the quality, like how pretty they are or something. And that it was like this, I had to do it. I didn't actually get to make the choice like, oh, I would like to do this. And there was no enjoyment or satisfaction in that. Because at the end of the day, I got called up for duty. I fulfill my duty. I get a, I get a purple star badge, whatever. <laughs> and then I have to do it again to get that feeling back. Mm. and that that sucks like that's not I, I don't think that's like what sex was intended for yeah yeah it's pretty limited way to be about it right like there's 
Um, it's almost reminds me of, you know, it's that performance, uh, that performance kind of conversation we were talking about, you know, before uh, with the love and intimacy, you know, just kind of more on the physical plane now. And I think for me, man, like, it's almost like the opposite. I was, I don't know if terrified is the word, but I was like kind of <laughs> terrified of sex and like, not, not from the sense of like, Oh my God, I don't want to do it. But like, I think that level of intimacy, like I just didn't know how to be with it, like be naked with like another woman. And, um, you know, I, I had a lot of older friends when I was growing up and, you know, when the, the word got out amongst the women in our group that I was a virgin, they're like, they would like corner me at parties and like <laughs> try to, you know, I don't know, take it from me, whatever, you know, whatever that is. But <laughs> I was, you know, I was like terrified of it. And I would like run, literally run out of parties or run away because I, I was so scared to, you know, be, um, you know, be that intimate, I guess, with someone. And it was, you know, it was like, you know, I couldn't be called up, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't be called up to perform. And, you know, you know, when I started to, I guess, sexually mature and start having, you know, you know, sexual relationships, you know, with my girlfriend or, um, you know, partner or, or whoever, like I, I got to the, like the realization that like I had to feel like safe and loved in order to be called up. So like literally I had to have the sense of like love and safety literally before I could have an erection which is like crazy. Like my body just would not allow me to do it, which, you know, in hindsight probably kept me out of a lot of trouble, <laughs> which is nice. But, um, you know, it, it became like a, another place where for me, like I couldn't be called up and I couldn't perform, you know, and it made, it made, you know, it was like a, a place to make a bunch of meaning out of who I was yeah. And right here, I'm another, another failure or here. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not enough here either, you know? And so I would shy away from it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I hear like a lot of, well, first off, dude, I mean, I can't believe you just shared that like from vulnerability. Thanks for that. I mean, I don't, it's not like I can't believe it. Like it's bad. It's, it's just the courage that it takes to actually should tell, tell what you just told and share, which isn't actually anything. But most people wouldn't have that conversation. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, that's where I got to is, is, is that place where I was like, I couldn't win. And ultimately, it was like, you're showing up to show up and you don't actually want to be there. And then you're like, can't perform or play the game because you actually don't want to. Like, you, you could have just said no and gone on with your life. But for me, the game that way, like the voice that I hear in my head is, if I don't go, I'm a pussy. Mm. And then if I go and I don't want to, now I'm like in the situation I don't even want to be in. So whether I'm performing or not performing, it just sucks. Like I'm, the funny thing is it's like, I'm a slave to my own ego and, and not so much as t- like today, but I noticed this as like, this is the story of like almost my whole life. And 
it set me up to not be the man I want to be or the guy that I want to be. And I think that like, that, that's, that's like heartbreaking for me that I spent all this time in my life performing in this way that was my choice, but that set me up to lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. Mm. Yeah. So like, what would you say or how would you say like it, it's going for you now or you want it to go? Man, it's, it's weird. Cause so it's, it's a good question and it's something I'm, I'm still figuring this out. So I'm, I was engaged. I was with this incredible woman and I haven't been single for all that long. And I, w- I was with her for a really long time. So I got really like settled into relationship and comfort and, and a good relationship. And I don't know how to do it now. I'm like re I, I honestly feel like I'm a little kid and I've like been reborn into this conversation where I'm like figuring it out because I still, my default is still the same thing. If I get called to quote unquote duty to like have sex, my natural default is like, you go, go perform, go yeah. do that thing. And, but I'm like seeing it's not what I want. Like, I don't want to be that man. I don't want to be that guy. Like I actually, I just, it, it's not that I don't want to go have sex. Like, of course I do. Like, I still want that. I just don't want it. I want it to be a choice. I don't want it to be autopilot. And I think the thing I'm learning is a guy that I know who I, I had a conversation with the other day said something to me. Um, this is a great shout out, shout out to a guy that I know named Desiro who, who made a comment that, that basically was like, there's power in saying no. Mm-hmm. Not from like the game of like, oh, I'll say no, so then she'll want me more kind of thing. But I'm actually going to say no because it's not what I desire. It's not the thing that I want. And to then notice those, that voice in my head that calls me a pussy or says I'm this or that and actually put it in check and go, that's not, none of that's true. That's all made up, you know? Yep. And so I think there's power in it. I'm just still like learning it and figuring it out because this is all new to me. Yeah, that, and that default is so strong. Like of you know of like biologically like of mm-hmm. course you want to go go perform go have sex and and go you know meet your duty and it's it's almost uncomfortable it is uncomfortable and it's vulnerable to like turn that down or or to to say no because then what does that mean about you as a man right mm-hmm. and I don't want the and I'm not trying to make people like the other person and I can't control what somebody else on the other side thinks but. You know, I think that women aren't expecting that. So if somebody like us, let's just say, like puts it out there and I'm saying no, there's a part of me that like kind of feels bad. Like I don't want them to think that there's anything wrong with them. That's not actually the fact that somebody doesn't like fall in love with you or want to sleep with you doesn't actually mean something about you. It's it's all about them. Yep. Yep. If this is not an easy, I mean, this is not an easy conversation to have. <laughs> it's also just not a, it's not necessarily an easy conversation to be in in life because it's not just us. You know, this, this friend of mine, when we were having this conversation, he was telling me that, you know, we both grew up in, on like the West side of LA that he notices that the guys that he grew up with, like us and our friends, this is something that seems like culturally from like that, the area we grew up in. And maybe it's like an LA thing. Maybe New Yorkers have it, 
but he said he noticed that like in different places, different guys relate to it differently. But my guess is there's some masculine game being played here that kind of runs its course all over the place. It just might look a little different. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. What do you, um, what do you notice is the most, like where the challenges lie now? So now you're married. You don't actually, you're with somebody you love. You're with somebody you're intimate with. What, what's opened up because of sex, because of that? And where are there still places to actually grow? Um, that's a good one. I think like for me, you know, sex is, it's not, it's not really about me anymore. That makes sense. Like that, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's a, there's kind of a sense of like selfishness in that obligation or duty to go perform, I think, because it's kind of like, how am I going to get there? What am I going to do? How am I going to do it to her? Like, how am I going to do this? Like for me, um, it's, it's no longer about me anymore. It's actually about being with another human being, you know, being with this amazing, complex, gorgeous, like human being in like the most intimate and vulnerable space you can possibly be in. You know, and like shit, literally like sharing yourselves with each other. Like it doesn't get, (laughs) it doesn't get more intimate or vulnerable than that. And, um, you know, it's, it's just an opportunity to like express love now, you know, and it's actually, it's actually really beautiful. And it's a really, it's like my whole relationship to sex has, has changed. Like, you know, when I've been with, you know, since I've been with, with my wife and, um, it's crazy though, too. Cause like, there's still this like instinct in me, you know, <laughs> that like is, um, you know, just a part of like, I don't know, I guess it's a part of being a man or what, but like, there's just still this instinct in, in me to like have sex be something other than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, I notice like I'm even in the conversation, I'm like very confronted by all of it. Like mm. I can't, I can't be with the idea, like some of the things that you're talking about. Like, <laughs> and it's also like, sounds nice at the same time, but there's a, like, there's a part of me that's like my, my ego's like, don't get, you don't get out of this conversation. This is too, there's too vulnerable. There's too much room to be judged. There's also like, this is what makes you a man. This is why you're powerful go, you know, go slay dragons. And it's like, no, that didn't work. I'm trying to not do things that don't work, that weren't satisfying, fulfilling, like I'm on the bigger spectrum of my life, not for one day. Mm. So I think like for me, you know, I get, I I, want to kind of like end this in the sense of it becomes about me focusing, sex becomes me focusing on my needs and my desires versus what my ego says I should be doing. And that's a game to practice. And I think, you know, we touched on some of that in our other podcasts, but if I could offer anything to men, it's just to be like, and look, women can take from this too. I'm sure there's women that are playing a similar game, but the thing that I would say is like, what are you doing and why are you doing it? If you're going to the bar and you're getting like, you know, drunk and you're just trying to get laid, 
It's totally cool. There's nothing wrong with it. And if you're not getting laid, that's okay too. But why are you doing the things that you're doing? Like what's behind it? So like you're getting laid because it feels good. And what does that get you? Yeah. Like ask that question. Like what I, I want, I would love to hear men ask that question on a regular basis. And if they like the deeper level answer, keep doing what you're doing. If it's working and if it's not working, if it's like a hit of a drug that you have to go keep getting, it's kind of crazy to keep doing it. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. What I really hear in that is, is being intentional, like having, mm-hmm. you know, the intentional and, and there's probably a whole heck of a lot of responsibility with that as well. Yeah. What would you, anything you would leave men with women with to practice, to take on a book, a tool, anything? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think it's good for men and women. I mentioned it in, in our first podcast, but the way of the superior man by David data is a, it's a fantastic resource has been for me. Um, the other thing too, and I think it's, it's a pretty rampant problem among a lot of men is like your like porn consumption. So how much porn are you watching? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> turn it down a notch, you know, allow that, allow that intimacy with, with someone you care about, you know, not, not your computer, not your screen. Yeah. It's another intentionality. Cause I think you would agree with me. Like we don't, we don't have this belief like porn is like things are bad or good, but it's about, is it just the default setting? Like, right. is it just like a habit and a routine versus saying like porn is bad? Right? Like, I think you would agree with me. Like we're not in the, like certain things are bad. Certain things are good. It's all about why we're doing them and the intentionality behind it. Right. Too. And like, you know, part of it as well is, you know, is your partnership and the responsibility of it, you know, are you, you know, is, is porn impacting your relationship? You know, are you taking care of yourself when, you know, your partner's not taken care of, or, you know, it's just another place to look and notice like who you're being and who you want to be. Yeah. Dude, thanks for being here again. Thanks for letting me throw confronting, vulnerable, not masculine, safe. You know, if if there was a sign before this podcast that was like, you know, it'd be like, do not enter men. This is not a safe place to be. Like, we don't want to have these conversations. Thanks for having the conversation. Thanks for being in it with me. Thanks for sharing stuff about your own life, your relationship, things from your practice, the willingness to be vulnerable and real. I really appreciate it. And uh, I believe people will take something from it. Yeah, I hope so. And um, yeah, I appreciate your partnership here too. It's, you know, it's, it's a cool, safe space to have this conversation in and, and just get to explore this a little bit more. Thanks, man. How do people reach out to you if they want to learn more about you or, you know, follow yeah. you, track you down? I know you write a lot, right? You write about. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got a blog on my website over at uh, conlincoaching.com. I kind of blog about all kinds of things. You know, I am a coach. I blog a lot about coaching. I blog a lot about how this work has impacted my own life and, and what comes up for me in my own growth and transformation as a, as a human being. Um, so you can hit me up there. You can send me an email at Robert at commoncoaching.com or hit me up on Facebook at Common Coaching. Awesome. Thanks again, man. Appreciate your time today. Uh, my pleasure, man. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dream Mason podcast. Please subscribe to the Dream Mason podcast so you don't miss an episode. Share it with a friend and give us a review on iTunes. I am grateful to have had you here. 
If you want more, you can follow or reach out to me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex or at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember, you are a Dream Mason because your dreams don't build themselves. Just stick by me, so. Just stick by me.